Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Wherever you are, whatever situation you find yourself in, we pray that you'll receive life and hope today through yeah, these we words. Do. Absolutely. Yeah. Today we find ourselves in Philippians. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. As you have a lot of favorite books of the Bible. Well, this is true, but this is really one of my favorites. One of the 66 favorites you have. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, so one of my favorites, and Paul encourages the church at Philippi um, with the example of Jesus and using his own personal experience, Paul is encouraging us to become part of Jesus's story, to live accordingly as citizens of heaven. It's awesome. It is. It's really cool. And our verse today is from Philippians 1 verse 27. And it says, Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit, one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. It's such a a small verse, just one verse, but it's packed with goodness, packed with keys on what really matters as a citizen of heaven. So much in there. There is. So what does it mean to be a citizen of heaven? Well, just to give it a little bit of context, the city of Philippi was a colony of retired Roman soldiers. So they all knew what it was like to live as a citizen of Rome. But this concept of living as a citizen of heaven was something that was really new to them. Scott, what do you think the differences are living as a citizen in our society today and living as a citizen of heaven? Yeah, I think there's some huge differences. And in our day and age, we'd probably use words like culture rather than citizens of heaven and uh, that we are just like uh, the writer here is saying live as if a citizen of heaven it's it's be more attached to the culture the ways of doing things and we know here that as we live in the 21st century that there are certain things that culture tries to require of us But the question we've got to ask ourselves and we want to pose today is what does kingdom culture require and what are the differences? Because our culture today says, find your own truth. Whatever's right for you is right for you. And things like follow your own feelings, that feelings are really the things that should be leading us and guiding us and find yourself. Uh, The amount of young people that, that I hear of who... Uh, at at 20 years old, want to go and spend a year in Europe just finding themselves. I'm 44 years old, and I've got to tell you that if I, at 20 years old, went to my parents and said, I want to go and spend a year abroad to find myself, my dad would have said, I've found you. There you are. Go and get a job. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's finding out what kingdom culture says, because I think there's value in traveling the world and living a bigger worldview. But why are we doing it? I love how the NIV version puts verse 27. It says, standing firm in the one spirit. You know, the kingdom of heaven is first and foremost about who Jesus is within us. It's not about us developing our own independence or our own truth or discovering our own path. Ultimately, 
It's about each of us becoming like Jesus. The, the early term Christians meant Christ followers. It's who I am modeling my life off to be fully dependent on him, allowing Jesus to be expressed through our thought, through our personality. Uh, just this weekend gone, Pastor Paul read out of Romans chapter 12, the message version, where it says, what is required of us is to take our everyday life and turn it into worship. Not just an hour on a Sunday or Bible study, but take our job, take our relationships, take our finance and make them worship to Jesus. It's not about finding yourself. It's about finding who Jesus is and becoming like him in every way. So basically, the world is saying that the onus is on on us to forge our own way, to figure it all out. However, Jesus is saying, I've gone before you. Follow me and you'll find yourself. Yeah, it's such a simpler way of doing things. Our culture says, be true to yourself. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Be independent. Don't be dependent on others. Don't, don't lean on a crutch. Don't be pushed around. What kingdom culture says in this verse is with one purpose, fighting together for the faith. You know, the reality is we are stronger together. And we live in a world that is so individualistic. It's so about self and my thoughts and my dreams. You know, we are faced with an enemy who would love to to get us to live as individuals, to stand on our own feet, to not need each other, or worse, let our disagreements and differences of opinions push others away to create a divide between us. You know, Amanda and I have been working with people for 25 years now. And can I be honest with you? Most breakdowns in relationships are actually over things of preference. Things that if we were committed to doing life together, we could find a way to get through. Because kingdom culture is instead of living for self, instead of pushing my own agenda, we should learn to forgive, to accept to work together, to value each other and to appreciate each other's difference. Because the reality is we are all made in the image of God. There is some stuff in me that is a reflection of God that as we journey together, Amanda gets a better reflection of God. There's actually more stuff in her that is a reflection of God, that as I get to know her better, as we've been married 22 years, as as I discover more about her, I actually discover more about God. But that's not discovered on my own or on her own. That's discovered in the together of life. Mm. So in conclusion, what can we walk away with today? Because we always want to leave you with a, here's, here's how we apply this. How do we do this? How do we live a life that is worthy of the gospel? Maybe you should answer that because you're much better at it than I am. Well, I just think first and foremost, we just need to remember to immerse ourselves in Jesus, immerse ourselves in the word of God and in worship, like you were saying, let's just become like him. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, we need each other. The kingdom of heaven is not an individual sport. It's a team sport. So today, instead of praying to finish, here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to challenge you. Why don't you take today or tomorrow 
and text at least one or two people in your world. I'm going to do the same. Amanda's going to do the same. Text one or two people or write or email or, hey, here's a thought. Why don't you phone them and say, (laughs) here's what I appreciate about you. Here's how you reflect Jesus to me because at the end of the day, we're in this together to see his kingdom come and his will be done on earth. So our prayer, our hope is that you have a great day and reflect Jesus. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.